Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Rusty. <laughs> I didn't think you were there for a second. Um, he's literally sitting across the table from me. Um, Rusty, I had I had a plan for our Friday episode, which was uh, we were going to do some head scratchers about uh, King of the Hill. Um, but we just finished uh, recording uh, uh, Season 3, Episode 12, Three Coaches and a Bobby, which features Coach Sauer, who is a very bad person. Yeah, not well. M- maybe, maybe not a bad. He's person. nuts. Well, he's he's nuts now. Yeah, I think he's an old man mm. at this point. He ran his head. He was probably nuts well, then. Well, you got to think. He said he would kiss them all on the mouth if they took him to stay. Think of the episode he had. Yeah. What happened before the episode? He put on a broken football helmet and ran full speed into a wall. Oh sure, but he was so already he yelling was, at them and calling them panty wads. And yeah, stuff but I think I think I mean, like the cheese. And the cracker were at the perfect tilt sure. to where the cheese was sure. still hanging onto the cracker. Understand. Whenever he slammed into the wall, I feel like it knocked that cracker just off enough balance to where the cheese fell to the floor. It gave the cheese and he kinda that, like gave the cheese that air rind, you know, yeah, how it yeah, gets yeah, real yeah, hard yeah. on yeah. the edge. And it and, and it and it and it turns a darker, darker yellow. <laughs> so uh, I like a good cheese rind. You don't I, like the you don't I like the heart you yeah, cut, cut that, that off. Part off yeah. I melt that yeah. part. Um so what what we what we missed on our uh mason how long was that episode for monday it was pretty long right it's like it an hour just and under two hours yeah see that's what i thought so one of the things that we missed in all of our planning because we kind of over planned for that episode was mason has a, a, a special thing he wants us to listen to and uh, we were going to talk about bad coaching right yeah bad coaches uh, so we're moving that to friday now and mason's going to grace us with this video that he is providing and we're going to we're going to listen to the sound from this thing mason you want to give us a little rundown and then play it for us um uh this is a um the uh, the form now former um uh head coach of the of the um uh um Sorry. U- UMHB. The, um, UMH women's yeah. UMHB basketball team. 
Oh, it's the women's team. Yeah, it's the women's team. I didn't okay. realize Male coach, that. women's team. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it, it's um. Well, I've heard a couple of things that he says, so it is a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Um. Now I don't know the full context. Uh, this was uh, released by a, I believe she's a former player. And, and this um, is somebody just like up in the stands recording it. I think they no. I think they were just fully recording a uh, their oh, practice because okay. this is during a practice. Okay. I believe they were recording so, like, a this practice. Is, this is tape for later where they could watch. Probably yeah. And then um, she just released it. Okay. And then uh. Since it was released, he has officially retired. Or retired. I um, one, I heard one article say retired. I heard another say he was fired. Okay. Most likely right. both, basically. Sure. Um, and it just brought up a good discussion because when you go down on Twitter, it's half of it is saying, "Oh my God, what is this is atrocious," and the other half is, "Um, wow, this generation is really soft. Mm. Are you kidding me? This is not even anything that bad." And so yeah. I just want to get your guys' opinion. I have I have never tried to go down on Twitter. That is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, your poor wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Good job, Mason. Go. That nice. Was that was a good joke. I that like was that. a good one. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to hear it real quick, All we'll right, play go it. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, strong <laughs> language, people. Yeah, warning. The five-year-olds. If, if the Mason joke didn't get you, then this is strong warning. Strong language warning. <laughs> Explicative. Explicative. Oh. Exclamation point on the end of it. Get the fuck out of here. You know who I feel bad for in that recording? Is Megan. Whoever Megan is, is really getting <laughs> yeah, the shit Megan, into the yeah. stick there. Well, um, he uh, was uh, replaced by his assistant coach, who is now the interim head coach oh, until okay. they find a replacement. Okay. Also, I apologize for laughing at when he said bitch ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Every, no, anytime was, I hear the phrase bitch funny. ass, I laugh. It, it, it's it's, it's kind of funny, funny in hindsight yeah, listening it to it. Uh, it's not fun. It's not a funny situation. But for me, it's, uh, you know, if you put a camera in every coaching <laughs> area ever in Texas, yeah. that's the that's probably mild. Yeah. Did did either one of you? And I don't really don't see it. I, I I don't know. I think the the optics of it that makes it really really bad is the fact that everybody got to see him hollering and screaming like that. Had it not been recorded and shown, sure, and just happened, you know, if it he was wouldn't just, have got fired for that. Yeah, he's just, just motivating his players to do better. Information or whatever. He was yeah, just a passionate coach. Yeah. Like, why would you? <clears throat> and this, I think this, I think the reason why he gets fired has to do something with cancel culture because. Uh, that's how I mean. Like he's just a passionate. He's passionate about his sport. He's a passionate about his team. So whatever he did right then might not be one hundred percent correct at that time. So he should walk off, cool off, apologize, and then move forward from it. I don't see. I don't see like how anybody can learn from their mistakes. If it's the second they make a mistake, they're just shuttled out the door. You like his his. It's not like he was uh, hiding rape. 
like we've got a congressman that worked at a, that worked at a, a a college and he uh there was boys being molested and he just kind of pushed it to the side yeah you know uh, oh he's seen that a lot but yeah. but that's what i'm saying is that he wasn't doing anything so egregious that it was like f- harmful to them physically you know it yeah. might it might be a little mental a mental battle with them but that's that's what sports and passion is mm. passionate about your sport if they're sucking, that should already be a mental battle. They're fighting anyway. If they're not doing as good as they know they can play, uh, I don't really agree with the firing thing. I think a sensitivity training or something like that might have been in order, or a public apology, yeah. uh, uh, s- something. I just well, don't see why we we don't have to be shuttled off. But for, see, for here's, screaming and cussing when here, we really didn't like. I mean, here is also the issue: we don't know the background. Yeah, so this base could level, yeah, this it, could have been the last straw kind of thing. Uh, there right? was a whole Twitter thread. I just didn't feel like reading it. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. You, anyone but, who want really interested, you can find this very easily. But this is an ongoing thing with coaching. Um, you know, it's the aggressive body language in the video that I don't agree with. He's kind of he jumping does, all over because he's kind of like jumping and doing all like he's got a lot of aggressive body. Like that's the that's the only part of it I really didn't agree with was the aggressive body language, the the tone and the words. But you go to any professional sports room, you really think that, like, Bill Belichick, like, when they're getting Super Bowls out there, is just like, okay, boys, y'all have a great time today. No, he's out there. You sorry sons of bitches. Y'all go out there and win. They're they're screaming. Yeah, what the fuck? You you see it. You see it on the mic'd up. They're screaming at each other. Here's the other issue, though. The coaches are calling each other fucking morons and they're calling the players morons here's the other issue though this is umhb which is a private christian university that that Mm -hmm. is the key so that that i'm sure that has a lot to do with it their hands you think kim mulkey ever got fired for screaming at the girls well no because she won championships but this guy is too he's he's a uh, that's one of he's known for being a it's a champion umhb is a championship program i don't know that it's on the par of uh a division one women's championship team. Uh, this may be division two or three. They're 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 uh, they they have the record for the most wins overall for crew women's basketball, mm-hmm. and in they what, also uh, in what, the American that's Southwest my... Conference. Which I mean, that's not. I mean, you're right. It's they're not in like a heavy, yeah. super crazy conference, but they've broke all their championship records. And that's great in that, but, in that conference. But for UMHB conference wins. is a much smaller, smaller. I, I would assume it's a yeah. division two. Um, I think it's Division Three, actually. It, okay, so two or three, and then, um, and then on top of that, being a, a private Christian university, they can they can do whatever they want. Um, yeah, and, for sure. And something like this comes out, you have enough pastors or whoever shows up and says, "We want this guy fired." They're going to fire him. I mean, that's just that is just the way of the place that we live for some reason. Mm. Um, so uh, it's D three basketball. Let's okay, be real. so it's Division three. It's Division three. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. huge. It's still but great, the, but though. the fact yeah. that the division you're in, you're the number one team in your division. These guys still get paid. They so, don't get paid like D one coaches, but these guys still get. I guarantee he's making over hundred thousand dollars a year to, to coach basketball at this place, especially in a championship atmosphere where they're going. Uh, if, if it says here what they. Uh, they were they won their division three times in a row in 18, 19, and 20. And then they won the ASC regular season champ in 2022. They made seven American Southwest Concert tournament appearances with 11 wins for the program. Is that all you know, since he's been coaching? That's, yeah, he's the only head coach to lead uh, the crew to the NCAA Division Three Women's Basketball Championships with three appearances in 19, 20, and 22. So he is a... 
really, really like he he's a good coach uh, in the in the aspect of w- being a winning coach, and sometimes uh, uh, a winning atmosphere like that. Yeah, he's just passionate about winning, but now. It, it becomes nefarious if his passion is just based upon, like, his own accolades. Like, oh, I want to be the best. He doesn't, you know, where he doesn't really care about the team. That's why he's able to scream at them. And, again, it's not necessarily the screaming for me. It's the aggressive body language towards them. You could scream and holler and y'all are scum. You suck at your sport. I don't know who taught you how to play basketball. Like, that's a part of motivation in a, in a sports like I know it's toxic and I know it it, it, it in the general eyes of everything it, it, it doesn't work like at home you're not going to scream at your kids like that but I don't know in a competitive atmosphere it's just different it, it's it's just a, it's a different mentality to be in to be competitive you can't you can't play football and want to win mm-hmm. and only care about the checks you get on Monday and that's what uh, Deion Sanders even said with all this coaching and stuff that he's got going on. He said it's going to be different now with the the name and likeness payouts for these college and high school athletes. He said because it's the same way in the NFL. I can't teach some rich some dude who's already rich. I can't make him want to play football anymore than he would want to play. He said if they don't have it in them to play, I cannot, or I'm not going to sit here and argue with a kid that's got $20 million in his bank account from name and likeness stuff because of that, you know, that, that type of mentality or whatever. So the one in recent history that comes to mind is uh, Urban Meyer. I don't know if you guys oh, know, yeah, anything yeah. I know about exactly. Urban Meyer. Exactly the whole Jacksonville Jaguar debacle. Yeah, well, I know, I know he, him. he he went to work for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, he was hired uh, after he'd lost uh, or after he left Ohio State. Um, Fifty-seven years old. I uh, had zero experience in the league. Uh, they hired him um, with with an owner that really was trying to make a big splash with you know a big time. Um, college coach a lot of these college coaches don't work out in the nfl and i'm not real sure why but it it's just different happens atmosphere. to be uh, well that's the Deion sanders uh answer yeah you can't tell millionaires you can't scream at people who have millions of dollars in their bank account like like he, the way he treated the nfl he treated it the same way he did college yeah. the, some of those college kids some of them barely have money to buy their food let alone, you know, barely well, have money to get gas. All to of get that's to changing somewhere. now with the it NIL is. rules and, and stuff. And, and so. it should. If them kids are but, out there putting their life on the line, playing a almost professional level of sport, especially D one athletes, sure. yeah. they should be able to get paid. But Nobody should tell you you can't make money off your own likeness. But if you're, uh, you own that right. Well, not I, a team. I understand the other side of the argument too, in that the college is giving you a, a, a six figure education for free. I mean, so, true, but if you say, but if you get injured to the point you can't play, ever sure, again, then you yeah. lose your then you lose your scholarship. Yeah, it. if you tear your ACL and you no longer perform after you come back from your ACL injury, they could cut your scholarship from and you. They usually sure. do. And, and Deion Sanders, same thing Sanders, happens if I have a job though, and I get injured so bad on on the job that I can't work anymore. Yeah, I and mean, I keep relating. Work. I keep relating it to Deion Sanders because there's a lot of you know he's done a lot of college stuff and he's yeah. really open and really transparent about mm-hmm. everything that like sure. all the behind the scenes stuff because he has nothing to hide. Yeah, he's turned that little program. Yeah, around. Uh, at, at Jackson he did, and well now he's now he's He's moved to Colorado. He's moved mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a lot of what he says. It, it, he, he equates a lot of this money stuff. He's like, 
they should be able to get their money, he said, but it is going to change the the dynamic of football. He said, because there's going to be kids that'll, that'll go sign with teams like, because Colorado Buffaloes, they're not like a, you know, they're a good team. You know, they, they've got, well, they've they got some good wins. Past. They have I been mean, in the past, been, yeah, but, sure. but they're not like, they're not like an SEC school. They're not drawing the same type of recruiting talent. When you have money involved, recruiting talent is going to change. Alabama is not going to, Alabama and LSU and the whole SEC, they're not going to be the top dogs for long once all this name and likeness stuff goes. Cause these guys have got money. They'll go play for coaches that are not notori- the notoriety of the coach and what the coach can do for them. Like Deion Sanders changed that whole kid's but lives think, by putting them on Amazon. But I think because he gave that they all get paid. All of those football players mm-hmm. from Jacksonville that are on the Amazon Prime TV show documentary. Sure, he got us. He set up a deal for them to where they all get paid from that. But I think so, what you're seeing with the SEC is that it is becoming the NFL of college football. You know, with Texas and, and but I think it's at its peak. I think it, it, it'll be a decline with the name and no, likeness stuff. What I'm I think saying it is there are teams moving over to the SEC in the oh, future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Texas, like the university, like mm-hmm. like University A&M. of Texas. A uh, and M's already there. Yeah. Um, uh, another Big Twelve school, and I can't remember who it is. Um, uh, but it, it, they're all moving to the SEC. The SEC is gonna be the NFL of college football at some point. Yeah. And so what I think you'll see is uh you know you're talking about how kids will go play for the highest profile stuff i think you'll see everybody starting to funnel to the sec and then um because there were some big commitments uh, that left the sec to go play but i'm saying within the sec you'll see those type team alignments start happening like you know buffalo was bad for a long time in the nfl and now they're really good cincinnati same thing you know you'll you'll start seeing those teams kind of fighting for for one-upmanship there. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the SEC, uh, I think what's going to happen is, is now that you have money, they're not going to be able to keep every they're, – they're, it's going to water down how good these teams are because they only have enough money to funnel into – like because teams are going to start paying. Yeah. College teams are going to start bringing people – because they, yeah. they can give them money legally now. Well, so they're going to start paying people the, to come the play The colleges can't. But there'll the, be ways the, the sponsors can. Yeah, yeah. And and the the problem the booster club will Well, pay the thing out, that you're yeah. gonna see in the next five years is that that NIL thing will turn into an actual thing. Right now it's just like the old west as far as NIL stuff moment, goes. Yeah. yeah, nobody really you got knows. High how to, school kids nobody really knows how to, contracts with Nike and stuff right nobody now. Nobody really knows how to run it. They don't know who's supposed to get paid and who's not supposed to get paid. I mean, at some point somebody's gonna come in there and lay down some rules. And so uh, I think you'll see that at some point. But my <coughs> comparison to Urban Meyer was for Coach Sowers. I think Coach Sowers, if Coach Sowers ever made it to the NFL or to college, I think this is exactly how he would be. Yeah, he would get caught so, drunk like with his arm around some Urban Meyer, like, college was, girl. Yeah, he was hired, 57-year-old coach with no NFL experience. Uh, he has his first staff meeting and immediately calls his scouts lazy uh, during that, that meeting. Uh, he doesn't know who some of the biggest players in the league are uh, during the meeting when people um, start asking. Uh, they ask about um, Debo Samuel, Aaron Donald, and Jamal Adams, and he he responds was like, who is this guy? I hear he might be a problem for us. I, that's not scouting. So the, cou- the, the coach is not doing scouting, but he's calling his scouts lazy. Yeah, he called them lazy, yeah. So that's the first, that's the first quill in the quiver. 
Uh, and then Urban Meyer hires Chris Doyle. Chris Doyle uh, was uh, with the Hawkeyes, uh, and he left because of a lot of backlash. Or he he was accused of a lot of racism and things like that yeah, in his tenure there. And Urban hired him, saying he was very confident in him. Then uh, he, he hires Tim Tebow as a tight end, which Tim Tebow never played tight end. He was not wonderful in in the NFL when he came through the first time, and now he's even older and older. And he hires him to play tight end because he played for Urban, you know, at one point, and so he's familiar with him. Oh, Tim Tebow, yeah, he brought him Tim, in. Wait, to when run. was this? This was uh, when Urban Meyer. When Urban, it was, this is it was 2021. last year. This was, it was two years football. It was the last 21. football season. Uh, I think it was the season before. Was it? Doug, yeah, because yeah, Doug Peterson's been there for two years. Yeah. Wow, it's already that much time. Yeah. Past. yeah, it was. Yeah. He's right. It was. Yeah. So Tebow didn't even last through the, the he preseason. Through, he didn't make it. He wasn't even through the preseason. He didn't even play a preseason game. So then, July first of that season, uh, the Jaguars were fined three hundred thousand dollars for violations of contact during offseason practices. Um, the the Jaguars were fined two hundred thousand dollars. Meyer was fi- fined a hundred thousand dollars. Then during training camp, DJ Chark, uh, uh, one of his players, broke a finger because he was doing extra reps in a blocking drill. Uh, so this is, you know, get in the mud, eat some mud kind and that's of thing. Their, uh, like at that time, dish. DJ Shark was their number one receiver probably. He was like their number one, number two receiver. And so uh, then – so he missed the entire preseason. Yeah, which then the Jaguars good. lost their, their opener, which they lost to the Houston Texans. If you know anything about the NFL, the Houston Texans are god-awful. Uh, and Watch it, Mike. They, they are. They're terrible. I know, but you don't have to say it. Well, I was so much enthusiasm. I was I was saying that because they allowed 37 points to the Texans on their opening game. This is the Texans who had not scored more than 22 points in any game the rest of the year. So, I mean, they just got steamrolled, right? Uh, the the quarterback. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence threw three interceptions. Uh, that was his debut. I I am shocked that Trevor Lawrence is still the quarterback with the Jaguars, but uh, I I, he he's, made it past. He's good. The, he made it past the hump. But I'm saying he made it past the Urban Meyer debacle. I figured they would have just cleaned house. Uh, then well, in, not they gave him they gave him his credit. They 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 gave him an opportunity. Well, you can't you you couldn't have just threw away your first round pick like that and got rid of him. Oh, they do it all the time. Well, I know they do, but Jacksonville Jaguar was is not really in a position to be throwing away, you know, quarterbacks that quickly. Jacksonville Jaguars had some of the grossest helmets I've ever seen in the NFL uh, when they were two toned. Do you remember seeing the spray painted? You know, there was helmets? rumors that they. Were uh, I don't think the rumors uh, active anymore. I don't think it's an active rumor, but at one point there was a rumor about them going to London since the mm. owner. Yeah. is based yeah. out of he's London. There, yeah, yeah, that's where he's based yeah. out of. Um, Khan, I yeah, think, is his last name. Yeah, he was great in Star Trek, too. Um, <laughs> uh, sep- <laughs> in September, Meyer denied rumors of going to SoCal uh, to be a head coach. He said, I'm committed. I'm trying to build an organization. Come to find out that was a real thing. Um, he, at then one point uh, in September, said that uh, showing – that he really didn't understand the NFL system and stuff. He started comparing playing uh, his team against Alabama every yeah, week, you, you, saying that that was a big thing. Uh, then in October, uh, they played a Thursday night football game, and they lost to the Bengals, um, which, by the way, everybody on TV who's an announcer, learn how to say the word Bengals, not bangles. Yeah, they say because the bangles. I cannot – I cannot with the bangles the and thinking walking bangles. like an Egyptian the entire time I'm watching a football game. 
<laughs> and by the way, if you are with the Bengals organization, go with those white uniforms. Those things are sexy. Oh yeah, they're very sleek. So um, uh, anyway, he he after that loss, he didn't come home with the team on the plane, which was it, it's just the weirdest thing. Coaches always ride with the team. Yeah, that is weird. That's a flag. Right uh, there. Instead, he stayed Red back. Flag. Yeah, he stayed back in Ohio because he has a bar there. Uh, in Columbus, and there was that viral video that went out of him like grinding up against that girl uh, in the bar. Uh, he issued an apology two days later. Said he went to see the grandkids and all went out to dinner that night. Yeah, went out uh, to dinner with the grandkids. Bullshit. Grinded on twenty-year-old women. <laughs> And so he apologized to it. The, the owner is and now. And, you know, he was probably really cheesy, too. He was like, yeah, I'm worth about $45 million. You I'm a head meal? coach. I'll, I'll pay for your dinner. I'll pay for the drinks. I really like yeah. your tight end. Um, and then in November. No, that's uh, what he says to Tim Tebow. <laughs> the Jaguars signed John Brown, uh, who uh, Brown was uh, a lot of, uh, he, he didn't know routes and things. Uh, he, was, he was really criticized for signing this guy who couldn't play. Uh, Meyer hey Mike, then, huh? As you make a really bad joke, I'm sorry. Please do. He was probably like, "I'd like to tackle your quarterback." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Would you like to see my backup quarterback? Uh, he uh, he tells his qu- quarterback Trevor Lawrence that he's got to slow it down for these wide receivers because they're from the South and their transcripts ain't right. I mean, this guy. You talk about a true piece of crap. <laughs> Uh, then he has, uh, problems with, uh, Marvin Jones. Uh, he, he went up to him personally and like, you know, chest thumped him and stuff. Uh, then James Robinson comes along another player. Uh, he fumbled and Meyer went after him real bad. Uh, then he went after one of the assistant coaches. He started calling the assistant coaches losers. Uh, then the kicker was the one to point out that, uh, the coach had come up and kicked him. During practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally they end up firing Urban Meyer uh, after that. Um, you know, think but, about that, though. Like, these dudes are professional yeah. athletes. Yeah. They wear suits. They wear ties. They're forced to do interviews. They have to talk to people. What in the world does a coach have any business do Touching these dudes physically in any way, they like don't. in anger, they don't kicking him. Absolutely, he's don't. lucky that dude didn't, didn't jump up ass. and yeah. give him a stone cold stunner. Off well, the, the reason he kicked, the reason he kicked table. him is because the guy's a kicker. I mean, he knows that Urban Meyer's not a small guy. No, but he's, not, he's, he's probably big bigger than the kicker. Probably. You know, and so he yeah, goes the kicker up. Still whoop his ass. Yeah, but I'm saying he goes up and intimidates the kicker. You know, I yeah. mean, that's, he's not going to go up and inti- intimidate an inside linebacker. That's like Birdman pulling up on the Breakfast Club. You can, you don't kick the kicker. You don't pull up on the radio guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't. Well, why would you? Why would anybody do anything to the kicker? The kicker is the smallest guy. It's like it's like Urban Meyer was sitting there like. Who can I be pissed off at that won't whoop my ass? <laughs> that's afterward? right. That's exactly it. And he goes to the kicker. Towel, the kicker's probably the more boy meeker was person. in the bathroom. You well, know, that's you know, what happened. So. He's lucky. He, he's lucky. Pat McAfee wasn't on that team. He would have kicked Pat McAfee. I think. Uh, I think the conversation would be a little different. Pat McAfee. Yeah. He, he's uh, actually got, but his podcast is actually really good. He actually uh, broke through a lot of uh, a lot of like the professional barriers and stuff. He's able to have like top reporters like Ian oh, yeah. Rappaport. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, stuff like that on his show now because at first uh, the, the NFL and the ESPN and stuff kind of like distanced themselves from him 
And uh, now they've kind of embraced him because uh, the culture has embraced him. That's he has cool. Aaron Rodgers on there like every two. He's like Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Like, come on, you got Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is nuts, by the way. Oh, he's absolutely insane. Uh, but so, I love it. It's funny. So my, my whole point with this was after listening to that video and after talking about the Aaron or the uh, Urban Meyer debacle, um, I very much think that these coaches still exist. They, they are um, – I would say they're outliers of coaches, but this is what gives coaches bad names. And I think if uh, Coach Sauer were a coach in the NFL, he would be Urban Meyer, and he would just tell that kicker to take a salt tablet. How much? How much of that do you think still happens today, though? Like coaches. Well, this was two years ago, you know. So I mean, I, I think it happens every day, and I think especially well, if you, you start it, going to these small Texas towns where yeah. they've got good football what teams. A professional yeah, just not a lot of happens that often? So, Say it again. It just you, if you just um you can get away with it as long as you don't have someone recording. That's it. it. I think the NFL is a little it. different though. I don't think you can get away with it easily in the NFL, and I think it's proven with Urban Meyer that they quickly get pushed out, and it's because again, back to the root of it all, money. These guys make phenomenal. You really think that a coach could tell <laughs> somebody like Russell Wilson anything? Yeah. You think they like that's probably a lot of the problem that he's having where he's at right now, like with with uh, Denver. Denver is because can you really tell if you can't if if it's somebody who is so elite in their thinking space, they don't have the humbleness to listen to somebody to improve their technique or to do better or to or to take any kind of criticisms, you know, like they kind of elite. They're they're just I don't know it's just you, you become useless in the sport of football yeah. because you have to you can't get better if you're not listening. Yeah, like but Tom I, Brady only got better and became the number one because he listens. He listened yeah. all those years and he took the advice of Bill the Belichick. people around him. Yeah, Bill Belichick and the other coaches and stuff around him. The the thing is though, it's different though. I mean, let's take the NFL out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's even take college out of it. I sure. guess now. Yeah. Because we're talking middle school, high school, middle school, yeah, yeah, high, yeah. School. Yeah. Middle school high school. The, when they're yeah. when they're not, you know, where they don't make the money to where like, oh, I can handle being screamed at a little bit. I can still go home to a penthouse. Yeah, it's like no, I still got to go home and do homework or go right. to my part time. Yeah, well, we can take it. We can take it to high school yeah. football. Yeah. So, uh, is this okay? I mean, I'm sure most people can handle it, but is it okay? To, is it like, okay? Curse? Okay, so so. I'll 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 refer to a coach from from my high school. I never played in any organized sports. I had a lot of friends that did play organized sports. I had this particular coach as a teacher uh, for history and a couple other classes. I had him a couple times actually. I had him like two or three times, and uh, he was a he's like one of the number one defensive coaches in Central Texas before he became the head coach. He, he's known to be one of the best defensive coaches in the area. Well, he ends up getting the head coach spot, ends up going to championships and, you know, having a really good, really good success. Well, the guys that I knew from high school that played for him, there's not a bad word that any of those guys have to say about him. And they, and they do say that he was hard and he did cuss and he had dip in his lip and he, you know, he would spit dip everywhere when he was yelling and mad and he wouldn't spit on the players. That's not what I mean. But, you know, he was, he just, he was a really passionate about the sport and it showed in his players. If you go back and look at the majority of his football players, all of them, uh, you know, there's a handful of course, but 
the majority of them have found some type of success in their life. And a lot of them can go back and that I've talked to have attributed it to the, the types of things that he was worried about. He was focused on their academics as well as them playing, but he was that type of coach. He got, uh, he was on, uh, channel 25 or 10. They were on the sideline with the camera and they caught him saying the, uh, F I I won't say it out loud. I'll spell it. F A G G O T. Hmm. They caught him saying that out loud on camera screaming at his players. Cigarettes? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, 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 he was screaming at his players, and he had said that, and they caught him on, on a local news deal, and they, they spun it and everything. But everybody defended the man at the end of the day because, you know, it, it, it is a bad – It is well, it's not because he wins. It's because <laughs> at, at his heart he is a good guy. He's done so much for these kids. There's kids that, like – that were that that were poor that played for him, and there was one, you know, he would he would help him get clothes. There was one where a apartment complex burnt down, and a few of his players lived there. They went and bought him all clothes and stuff to help him and out, you know. So. And that's great, it, but I still don't think it's is it more of you have to respect the coach first, yeah, before you can take something well, like that. Well, a from man someone. is not his mistake. <clears throat> a man is not his mistakes. A man is how he handles and comes out of his mistakes. So if you if he if he were to have said something that was wrong, that is not the world we live in now. It's not. It's not. Because everybody it, is their headline. Instantly. Whatever their headline is, that's They're what everybody canceled. is at this point. And, and again, but what I was going to say is, I, I I think there are a lot of guys out there that that probably do the right thing in the long run, but it's still no reason to treat people like crap. No, um, it's not. I I think well, it, de- that it depends on it depends on how it's perceived by the every every par- party involved. So, But I think if you look at something like the United States military, they have taken out a lot of this stuff. Like you can't treat people like crap anymore just because they're they're privates and just because this is their first day in the Army. Or and they can't talk about anymore. it to you. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the right. thing is what, it, what that ends up happening, though. It's just how much of that – how much of that do you take out and how much of that do you leave? Like, yeah. Especially in the military. Sure. I, I, sports is completely different. Uh, how much of that becomes to affect the battlefield where you have to have those instant, you got to do whatever I say right this well, second, you do or we all die. That's the thing. I and mean, that's the reason why there was so much meanness, if that's what you want to call it, in, in the, the basic trainings and stuff, is because you have to understand that it's that dire. So you if they have to be mean to drill that into your head to where it's sure to it to where it's to where it's 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 second nature. I get why you yeah, can, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I get the ex- I just don't I, just I get don't the excuses for it, but I, yeah. I also think that these coaches think that football is, is life or death sometimes. Yeah it's not. And so that's why really I think not. a lot of that bleeds over, you know. And if it is and, and if they do think that football is life or death, the issue is is that there's not enough focus on academics in a lot of these rural areas. Oh, and uh uh, that is that that fixes the, the a lot of the issues is, is when academics are involved because uh, a lot of the times coaches can get away with screaming at these kids because I graduated with football players no. they could not read aloud oh yeah yeah mm. no definitely. they that they they wouldn't read aloud because they were so embarrassed at how bad their reading level was. They couldn't. They, sure. They couldn't stumble. Yep. They couldn't stumble through as a, 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 a high a, school level book. As a former high school teacher, I can tell you that uh, the. Um, the majority of athletes read at about a fourth grade level. Yeah, and and it's and it's and I don't know. I don't, I'm not gonna say that's that's prevalent now, but I know when I was in school, it was wasn't that, that way. long ago. Uh, all right, I would like to tie this up at the very end with a little bow. This is a quote from uh, Coach Sauer. Uh, this is from season three, episode twelve, um, and uh, it goes a little something like this. 
You little panty wads think you're ready to play the wolves again? The wolves eat razor blades for breakfast. Run, you bunch of pudgy butted softies. Run with your fancy sneakers with the pumps and the valves and the little lights on the back that can set off a seizure. But what do you care? I ran around the world in a pair of Chuck Taylors for the love of Pete. Damn it. Never did I like you, Hill. You were a know-it-all and do-gooder and a teeny tiny weak little girly ankle bone snapped in the finals and you lost me state. So there you go. There we go. Thanks, Urban. I mean, Coach Sauer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's it. Uh, That's it. uh, uh, Rusty, you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us. Not at the soccer field. uh, Not at a soccer field. You can find us on Linktree. We have a Linktree with all of our links in a pretty nice little list and format for you. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. That's B-W-A-A-A. K-O-T-H, and uh, that link there will have you all the platforms. I've added in uh, a Twitch link for you guys, mm. too, so uh, keep a lookout for me. I just play random games. I'm not doing it. It's not like Super King of the Hill related, but if you pop up and you want to argue with me about something about King of the Hill, <laughs> I'll gladly discuss it, but it's just uh, uh, Rusty Shackleford 05 is the name didn't, I stream under. Didn't somebody make that propane game, the, the GTA-type game that Hank got addicted to? Uh, Didn't I'm somebody not, actually I'm going to look game? that up, and if they did, I'll stream that. Because I would uh, stream that with There you. is a King of the Hill computer game hmm. that they had made back really? in the day. And kind of like one of those Simpsons games or something. Yeah, I think I could play it. Uh, I'd have to look. I think it's on Archive, the hmm. Internet Archive, where everything is. Sure. Uh, King of the Hill is on the Internet Archive. Shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, the Drew Carey show, the only place mm. that I could find it without having to pay for it season by, uh, you literally would have to pay for season by season mm. otherwise, sure. was uh, on the Internet Archive, which, man, let me tell you. The Drew Carey show is a show that could not be made today for sure. Oh, Everybody yeah, Everybody says absolutely. the office couldn't be made today. Go watch the Drew Carey show. Oh, sure. Wow. I always argue that. People say the office can't. Yes, the office can. Sure could. It can. I think they're it only could thinking be. about the first season. The first season is where the rules. Well, they're thinking about is. they're thinking about the uh, the race relations day, the the whatever you call it. The one where they put the cards on their heads. Oh yeah, I remember. It. I think no, that when, was the that was the first season. Like that was the first episode. I got a yeah, quick just, story just to wrap the first this up season. with. You can still do the show. Or second Sorry, episode, maybe. No, I you're good. Know. I just got a quick office story to wrap this up with. So uh-huh. uh, back in my early 20s, I was in I was in college at MCC, uh-huh. and uh, a buddy of mine, uh, we had discovered the office. Hmm. Well, we didn't have any money or anything like that at the time. We were both broke as hell. Sure. So we went literally from we went library hopping. To, to, to be able to watch, because we were trying to catch up to the office to where it was at at that point. This is like 2012. We were trying to catch up. So we were like, well, how do we watch the office for free? And like, how do we get it for free? Yeah. And he was like, well, I have a library. I have a library subscription. He said, well, let's go see if they have it at the library. And sure enough, we went to the library. But it was funny because they were all spread out over Waco. Sure. It was like every different library had so a different season. So we had to go from library to, library to, so to, to, go from library yeah. to the library. That's cool. Once a week, we were going to this library to grab it and then this that's library. Funny. So that's how we watched like, I think it's like the first six seasons of The Office. That's how I watched them. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. Uh, well, thank you guys for joining us again on a, on a wacky Friday. Um, yeah. And uh, we hope that we helped you wrap up your week a little bit. And uh, catch us back here again on Monday, and we'll be moving on to season three, episode thirteen. Yeah, and uh, we're getting we're getting through the season, guys. We're almost to the end. Season three, episode thirteen, Attack Halfway. of the Clones. Right, Attack of the Clones. Right? Yeah, sure. It sounded good. All right, guys. We all take it easy, and we will see you next time. 
Wimitanye. Wimitanye, indeed. has been a Rogue Media Podcast.